Hello, and welcome to another special edition of Black Woman Voices. I'm one of the hosts, Anne-Marie Edwards, and I am currently pursuing a doctorate in educational psychology. I wanted to explore an innovative approach with my dissertation. So about a year ago, I asked my sister hosts if I could record special episodes for the Black Woman Voices podcast that would be included in my dissertation. If you missed episode one of the series, I would encourage you to go back and listen. In that episode, I give a more robust explanation of the premise behind the special series. This is episode four of a nine-part series. This episode features Jasmine, and her voice is the next voice you'll hear. My name is Jasmine Owens. I am a junior by credit, senior by years at Northern Illinois University. I am the middle child of a family of five. Living in the Northwest suburbs of Bolingbrook, Illinois, I live with my married parents and older sister and also a younger brother. I also have a half sister on my dad's side, but I do not count as blood, but forced to be, she still is family. With my extended family, all of my uncles died, and it's just my aunts and their children. My extended family is not that big like I wish it was when I see other people in their extended family. The most influential people I have learned from is my best friend, D'Angelo. He has honestly taught me that no one got you as much as you have yourself. Understanding that no one in this life owes you anything. So I needed to stop holding certain people to certain expectations. Another person I have learned from is Christopher Mitchell. He has taught me so much during my early years at NIU, especially that everyone is always going through something. Once I understood that, it made me realize that others have it way worse, but I still don't need to diminish how I feel. My educational experience as a black girl in school was difficult growing up. I used to get in trouble a lot when it came to school. I was not the best learner and I was always nervous to answer questions or to get called on even though I might have the right answer to the question. Learning was so hard, especially when teachers were calling me knowing I did not know the answers. I have always been a visual learner and very hands-on. I can see what is being taught. Then on top of that, growing up, I had a speech class because certain letters and sound of words I could not say properly. I took that class for four years, I believe, during elementary school, but once I got older in middle school till now, I hear the same Oreo conversations of me talking white and it was difficult growing up hearing that because the black people at my school would talk down on me because of the way I talk. I wasn't always the same as them, so going to the white crowd and then back to the black crowd made me feel as if I didn't have a set group of people to be around in school. I was just around everyone. Going to a PWI is so different. I wish I would have stuck to going to Tennessee State University. The vibe was so different and very close. I felt welcomed. Being at a PWI, I do not feel welcomed as I felt like I should. I felt like education-wise, it is okay. I went to one of my first frat parties one night, and it was less than 10 of us that went to the party. We were only there for 10 minutes, and they kicked us out. I ignored the first one, but the second and third time getting kicked out of a you know, all white party and us being the only black people, it was a shock because that's something that's never happened to me before. 
one of the parties let me in because I was a female, but once they saw the other guys that were black, they just kicked us out. And it just shows to show you that you never know what type of person you are sitting next to class. Words to describe who I am is resilient because I feel as if I've been through a lot in my short time of living and I have bounced back many times in ways that I didn't think I could overcome. Determined because throughout my downfalls, I rose above it all and I still am so I can stay on top of myself to continue to be the successful woman that I know I'm destined to be. My future is victory because it's always gonna be light at the end of the tunnel. I do believe I am highly favored and through the bumps in the road for my future may come, it's always positivity in there somewhere. When I see my future is just so bright, I am excited to see where I go in life. My experience has shaped me into being more aware of myself and my emotions and aware of my surroundings that you cannot trust and put faith in everyone just because you are a nice person. Not everyone is nice. It really made me change and take a step back of being aware of my reputation I had to go to a lot of toxic things in life that were my safety net to realize that if I keep continuing doing the things that I'm doing, it can kill me or hurt me. In the end, I will never get anywhere in life. I want to better myself because I'm the only one that can help me. My advice for my black queens, do not give up. It's just a bump in the road, but it's not the end. There is so much more positivity in life that you can overcome the minor negative moments. Go to therapy. It's okay. You do not have to be strong all the time if you don't want to go to therapy and write in a journal, meditate, and speak about it as long as you confront and understand the issues you have within. When you realize steps that you need to work on, it will always get better. And now for my research notes. Before I begin, more information on the resources I use for this segment will be in the show notes. Today, I want to focus my research notes on talking white, quote unquote. I can say that growing up, I was accused of the same. Was it my fault that my mom insisted that I speak the Queen's English? Those were literally her words. While Jasmine grew up in a suburban area, her city was diverse and she talked about how other black classmates would make fun of her. This is more common within the black community. We don't address how the phrase talking white assumes that whiteness is the goal or the standard. It is the way that we should talk. It is the acceptable way to present yourself. A sentiment espoused by Dr. Brittany Cooper in her book, Eloquent Rage, describes how she was being made fun of by black students for acting white because she was moved into a different track. Often black children's educational abilities are questioned and or antagonized by their peers, while white children are often viewed as gifted or possessing higher abilities by their peers. I will stop and share that I was in gifted education as a child as well. The difference is that my school's program and much of the district was predominantly black. I got the you talk white spiel mainly from my family. At any rate, what is the message that we are communicating when we equate 
proper communication or advanced classes as being specifically synonymous with whiteness. What does it say as black people when we believe to talk differently lessens our cultural claim to black identity? One final note, each episode will end with a clip of a song that the participant chose to describe their life journey. Jasmine chose He Saw the Best in Me by Marvin Sapp. I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you for taking the time to listen to Black Woman Voices. Please come back next Friday to check out the next episode in this special series. And remember to follow Black Woman Voices on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All the links will be provided in the show notes. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please leave us a review and share it with others. Let's start a conversation. Take care and talk soon.